Welcome to Shot Callers. I'm your host, Dennis Postma, and today we are here with Andy Audate. He's a published author, motivational speaker, serial entrepreneur, and he is very well recognized for helping entrepreneurs start and scale their business. Andy, I'm so excited to finally get you on the show. Thanks for being here. Let's go, baby. I'm locked and loaded, but I'm happy to be here as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's so awesome because watching you in this business, as you know, you, you learn to watch people. And you went from zero to 60 in the amount of time that no one else that I've ever seen has. So um, I, it's, we're glad to have you on the show. So, all right, let's, let's jump right into it. So tell me what, what's been going on and tell me about business growth and the people you've talked to during this pandemic and during COVID. I mean, we, what, what I've recognized, man, and with what's going on in the pandemic has been challenging for many people's health. And, sure. and, and I'm acute to that. I'm not... Uh, it's not like I'm not aware. However, for business growth um, online and the online space, this is a prime opportunity. And the main reason is that because more people are home spending time on the telephones Absolutely. more than ever, giving us entrepreneurs an opportunity to get, get direct access to the mindset and the attention of our potential consumers right on their phone. Yeah. And the good thing about it is, is really, I, I tell all my clients to look at it. You can look at it the positive way or the negative way. Look at what you wanted to do. If you wanted to lose weight, if you wanted to get a certification, if you wanted to do any of those things, you can do it right now. And you can't blame time on the on on anything because you have time to do it right now. So I tell people all the time: you, you, if you wanted to go out and be a life coach, if you wanted to do any of this, you wanted to write a book. What what excuse do you have right now? Yeah, man, this is a prime opportunity to get those things done but also this is a prime opportunity to for you to grow and scale a business utilizing the support of a virtual team i think that a lot of companies like i just read yesterday that uh pinterest spent 89 and a half million dollars to break their lease on one of the offices in san francisco because they're transitioning from being in an office space to being remote so i really truly believe that's the direction that we're going to be going in in the next 15 years to, well, talk, talk to our viewers a little bit about that, Andy. What, like, what advice can you give to entrepreneurs as far as like building a rem remote team and doing it properly? Because I struggle with that too. I mean, you know, so. Yeah, I, I think that, that it comes down to systems. Okay. It comes down to systems. So in my organization, it started with just Andy. And then we grew to five people and 10 people and then 15 people and 20 people and 30 people and 40 people. And it's because each person has a role in a growing system. Okay. And I mean, the, the pandemic, you know, t doubled the size of my business um, as, far as, as far as people because of the system that we built. So what, what I think the biggest thing to, and if you want to go to scale your business and you want to grow from uh, being a solopreneur or having, you know, five, 10 people in the office and you're looking to grow it virtually, sure. the biggest thing is going to be putting a process for every single procedure in place and documenting it using a task management software and okay. documenting every task. So when I need to do a cold call, I have the clear instructions there from the CEO himself or herself, um, same thing from, hey, how do I do a, a Instagram video? And then the task management software, what it's gonna allow many entrepreneurs to do is gonna allow it to put other people in that position because all you gotta do is change one name to another person's name and that, uh, that new person is gonna have literally the same instructions that the first person had, allowing you to grow and scale your business as people come and go, your, leave your company or they go to different roles in your, in your company. 
Okay. Well, and how how has that worked as far as and we're going to get into the progression conference and everything with that. I, I definitely don't want to leave our viewers without that. But how has that changed as far as have you had to change a lot to virtual or what what's going on with the, as far as the progression conference and whatnot? So prior to the prior to the pandemic, um, I was operating out of an office. I had a, a executive assistant, and I had three sales guys on the phones. Okay, and shifting post the pandemic, it, I went from you know a handful of team members to operating with two virtual assistants based out of the United States. So they're not working in the United States. Sure. And then I learned that what my in-person executive assistant based in the United States, who just cost me a little bit more than virtual, the person that was doing it virtual was doing the same work or even better than the person that was in-person. Then, and it, it cost me less because they are based out of the United States. Sure. Then because of the cost difference, it allowed me to grow and scale the business much faster. Um, but how it's been working with the pandemic I mean, I think more people are, are in a situation where they are at home and they're looking for work. So the entrepreneurs that are able to shift are going to find top talent uh, in this day and age virtually rather than being, at, you know, trying to get people who are willing and able to come to an office. So what advice as far as that, that, that brings up a great topic. So what advice is that do you give to entrepreneurs? Because like in my situation, I have 300,000 things I feel like I'm juggling from day to day. And I like having somebody that I can run to their office and whatnot. How, how does that work into delegating? And how, how does that work for you? And what advice do you have, I guess, to entrepreneurs to try to get from that? Because I'm so used to, like myself, I'm so used to having this person on hand that I can go and be like, hey, I need this loaded to Instagram or I need this. And how, how does that work for you as far as with appointments, sales calls? I mean, how do you get the delegation part down? I mean, I think... The same way that you would do it in person. The only thing okay. is we're doing it on Zoom. So Zoom happens to be our best friend. Doing video calls happen to be our best friend. Sure. And the culture that I've built in my organizations, uh, we're running three companies. And, and, the, com and the, org the culture overall, you would never think that we're separated by, by borders. Right. right. So the relationship that I have with my executive assistant, Fatima, that she's been working with me since last year. We've, we work every single day together. We're on Zoom calls um, and I, I, I'm, into, I'm into her life. I, she's into my life and, and we're, we have this you know, strong relationship. And the same thing with my senior sales and marketing manager, Lexi, when I, I know her kids, her kids know who I am. Like we have this strong relationship, even though they're based out of the Philippines or Latin America or even Europe, that the relationship is strong. So we, number one, we built a culture that was, uh, that we really feel like brothers and sisters. Like yesterday, um, I had someone who came to me who was wanting to uh, leave the company, just okay. wanting to leave the company. But he said, you know what, man, like, I really feel like this is a family. So he wanted to leave the company because of like the, the, the negative influencers around him. Because look, when, when you're, this is new. The internet is new right. to working. And right. so if you're sitting at home on your computer for eight, nine hours working, people, some people are going to be like, that's weird. I remember one of my team members, they thought that they were doing like uh, 
sex work online because they were working online for so many hours, right? right? And, it, and it's like, what's going on in the computer? And how are you making money online? This doesn't make sense to another, to a, you know, older generation. Yeah. So I think that this is a, a, a shift in how we're going to be doing business over the course of the next 15, 20, 25 years. Yeah, that's so funny you say that too, because I, I think of like the first time I hired a marketing manager for like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you know, I have people here who have worked with me for however many years and they go by and they're like, yeah, you know, they're always on their phone or whatever. <laughs> that's literally 110% what I'm paying them to do. So I hope to God they're on their phone because that's what they're supposed to do. So, right. Yeah. So I think it's a mind shift for a lot of the people who are older school um and, and me i mean i'm i'm pretty older school too I, I you know i try to pretend that i'm not but i you know i've done it a certain way for so many years and now i'm just trying to slowly transition into into the way that things are operated now you've put together so many great pieces for entrepreneurs and how to scale their business first of all i guess let me start with how did you do that and how did you articulate so if you're if, if we want to teach other entrepreneurs to to get what's in your head onto paper or digitally, uh, how would you suggest they do it? Mentorship, Liam. Men mentorship is the key. Like if I wanted to go in the insurance business and I wanted to scale an insurance business, I'm calling Dennis, right? Yeah. Like, like I'm going to, hey, Dennis, and, and I would use the five currencies. So, and a lot of people don't know about these currencies. Mon money, number one, is the most common currency. But, sure. but people, what I learned is that people don't want money. They right. want what money can get them. Like I didn't want a uh, hundred dollars, the hundred dollar bill. I wanted the food so I can feed myself and my girl, right? right. I wanted the food. I didn't want the hundred dollar bill. So I, I paid for groceries, throw away the hundred, give me the food. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't want the $30,000. I wanted the car to be able to transport myself and see my friends, see my family do business and so on and so forth. Right. Does that make sense? So money is the most common currency. However, people don't want money. So what do they right. want? Number, number two currency, they want knowledge. So I know that Dennis wants knowledge. So I can offer Dennis knowledge in, um, in social media. If I know social media, I can offer Dennis knowledge and he'll exchange knowledge for knowledge. So if I'm going to give him knowledge on social media, he may give me the knowledge that I need to run my insurance business, right? right. Uh, number three, relationships. Dennis may say, hey, I'll teach you the game, but like, I ain't going to do it for free. And I'll say, hey, I'll give you money. And Dennis is like, well, you can't give me money. I make enough money. I'm good. Right. Then, okay, who do I know that Dennis wants to meet? So it could be, if, if, if I said, hey, I'm, I have a relationship with uh, Barack Obama. Got a relationship with Barack Obama. Dennis, if I put you in contact with Barack Obama, you guys work together, you do his policy, whatever it takes, would you, be a, would you mentor me? Dennis may say, yeah, sure. That's a, that's a good deal. Right. So number three is relationships. Number four, when I worked at Wendy's, they didn't pay me for my time. They paid me because of my energy to flip the burger. Right. So my energy, I can go ahead and work for Dennis. Hey, Dennis, let me do sales for you. Let me get on the calls. Let me pound the pavement for you, get you in sales. And I'll, I'll expend my energy, but you give me something back, which what I want is knowledge. And the last one is going to be number five is barter, a, a system of trading a product for a product or a service for a service or a service for a product. Yeah. So using these five currencies, get a mentor, get in front of someone that you, that you know, like, and trust, and, and essentially spend money, spend uh, time, spend energy, spend relationships, spend uh, uh, barter, spend something, get in front of that person, spend something in exchange for the knowledge that they have, that they can elevate you.
I could not agree more, actually. And that, that brings me to a topic that I didn't even plan on talking about. But every person who I see who goes from zero to success in such a short period of time has a mentor and has somebody who talk to me a little bit about how, how you not only find a mentor, but how impact, how much that impacts what you've done. And I know what like my mentor has done in my business. He told me when I was 20 years old, he's like, here's what I make. If you shut up and listen, this is what you'll make. And I was like, oh, well, okay. That, that, that's exactly what I want to do. So I was naive enough to just be like, okay, you know, there's straight line path. So tell me about that and how it worked for you. And cause I think so many people skip that step and I see where the progression naturally happens for those who go from very, you know, from starting to success in such a short period. So if you listen to this podcast, you're watching this episode, write this down. Persistence always wins, right? Persistence always wins. Um, even the wind, the wind, if it goes long enough, it'll break down the biggest tower. If, if, if it pounds on the wall long enough, it'll break down the biggest tower, right? right? Persistence always wins. So I would find someone in the, in the direction that I want to take my life, right? So if I want to look like Dennis, if I want to live the lifestyle that Dennis has, I want to uh, have the type of relationships that Dennis has, I want to run a team like Dennis, Dennis does, then look, there's information that I don't know because you don't know what you don't know. So right. I would go to Dennis and I would say, Dennis, man, like, I would like to work for you. I would like to learn from you. And then Dennis is probably going to say, uh, you know, you're busy. You know, Dennis running businesses, he's busy. Right. But if you continually go to Dennis time and time again and again, asking for the opportunity, at some point, it's going to be easier for Dennis to just walk away and say, you know what? I'll do it, man, because it's easier for me for you for me to mentor you and work with you and teach you than you constantly coming to my door, you constantly sending me mail. And also, when you're when you're going back, offer more value than it did the last time. So if I go and I just ask Dennis for a handout essentially, and he's like, Oh no, I'm not gonna do that, bring him a coffee. And then next time he says, I don't drink coffee, okay, great. What do you drink? I'm not gonna tell you, walk away, bring him a bottle of wine. Okay, so like every ne every next level, bring him, go, give him more value, all the way to the point that you're bringing him customers, you're bringing him clients, you know, keep going, and then uh, eventually Dennis is gonna, or the mentor is eventually gonna switch and say, you know what, man, I'll make it happen because it seems like you really want this. And what I truly see is that mentors really truly want to give. Like it's an innate thing for a mentor to give. Sure. Um, but they don't want to give to people who are not gonna value what they're giving. So when you go to first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time, that's going to be natural that they're going to be reluctant and they're going to say no because that the trade-off wasn't worth it, right? right. The, just, just asking one time wasn't worth it. But when I see you consistently for six months constantly asking, best believe that they're going to see the value. Your mentor is going to see the value and they're going to trade off their knowledge for your energy or whatever it is that you're willing to give in exchange for the knowledge that they're going to give you. I love that in so many ways. That's first of all, you're hundred percent right because they don't want to waste their time. They want to see that somebody's actually going to take the knowledge and they're going to run with it. But also, I mean, you hear all the stories about the Jack Canfields and those who drove people at the airport and did whatever, just to make sure that they could get in the car or get a little one-on-one -on -one time with their mentors. So I think that that that's a great way of putting it. Right on, right on. So tell me, tell me a little bit of, uh, you know, 
with cultivating mindset and, and how that will lead you into progression. Tell me about that. And then let's, let's, we'll start opening up this progression conference and everything you're doing, all the amazing things, but let's start with that. I mean, like progression conference is, is like one stream of what we, what we really offer. Progression conference is a one day business event for people who are looking to start and scale their business. And I, I started that because I came from an industry, which was a cell phone industry, telecommunication sales. And I sold, I personally, in my organization, have sold well over 2,000 devices. And that's where I made my first million dollars. And I think it was unfortunate because I stopped there. I stopped at that point. Um, because where I come from, I come from an impoverished area on the East Coast. And where I was around drug dealers and gangbangers and gang activity, and for a black kid who was 19 years old, the number one million was like this big idea. And then once I made it, I realized that that's $1,000 a thousand times. And you can easily make a thousand mistakes if you are big headed, right? right? So I was big headed and I'm, I made more than a thousand mistakes. So when, when, I, when I came from this, this industry, but I generated income. I made money that changed my life, my team member's life, my family's life, my mom's life, my dad's life, my little brother's life. I changed the, the circumstance that we were in. But when I, got out of, when I got out of the East Coast, I left the East Coast and I moved to the West Coast because the first thing you do if you live on the East Coast, if you live in the Northeast in like a, a challenging environment, the first thing you do is you make a little bit of bread, you move to California. I've seen it time and time again, right? You just... What's in California? I don't know, but I got the money to go. So yeah. I go live in a headed luxurious... there. What was that? I, I'm headed there. Yeah. Let's lock it low, man. I can't wait for you to get to the West Coast, man. And and I have this little bit of bread. And um, so I, I'm living, you know, in luxurious apartments, the whole nine yards. I got maids who clean my like I'm literally living this lifestyle. I never would have thought that cars and the whole nine yards. But I was never flashy. I'm still not flashy. But what I learned was that the peace that I had, not everyone had that peace. Sure. And I think the key was the idea of going from one place or one mindset or one circumstance or one environment and getting to another. The solution wasn't for me to take a big stride between one, you know, from point A to point B. The solution for me to get to the, uh, you know, the position I wanted was to just progress on a daily basis. Just get better every day. And eventually you'll turn around and you'll see the, uh, you'll see the progression that you've created. So one of the things that we do on my team is that we, we have a thing what we call acknowledge your progression. So we ask team members, hey, since you started here, how have you progressed? Right. Oh, I, you know, I made X amount of dollars or I bought this thing or I bought that thing. So acknowledge your progression um, so I acknowledged my progression and I realized it was a progress on a daily basis. And I realized that I had some certain knowledge and a certain relationship. Like, hey, I can call Dennis and say, hey, Dennis, would you like to speak? Share with us how you grew your enterprise. Hey, I can call Les Brown or I can call, you know, so-and-so. Like, 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 get in the space. Right. And I recognized that God has been leading my path. It wasn't right. even me. It was a God thing. So I, I'm hosting the progression event and then Tony Robbins walks into the place. And I'm going to Tony and I'm like, dude, I'm 23. When you started, you were 22. Yeah. This is so surreal. This is like, thank you for, you know, and it wasn't even the fact that Tony Robbins was there. I feel like it was a God message saying, hey, 
in the future, I want you to recognize. Yeah. You know, you know, just by shaking his hand, giving him the hug that I gave him, gave us the opportunity, gave me the mindset that, hey, we're transferring something. Right. There's something that's being transferred. And I mean, so I host this event where I teach people how to start and scale their business so that way they can experience that freedom so that way they can take care of their family, the people that depend on their success. Uh, that's all. Hey, that's terrific. And I, I can't even imagine what it, you know, what it felt like when Tony Robbins walked into your event. I can't, <laughs> you know, um, he's transformed so many lives. It's just, you know, he's the uh, old school mentor that, you know, you always want to have. Um, so tell me about this path that you've had and, or, or advice even to fast success. I think, um, I mean, you know, I, I think fast, I, for me personally, the, I wish I had a, a little bit more challenge in the beginning. Okay. You know, um, I think I, I experienced success way too fast, way too young. And I mean, it, it, my head was so ballooned up, man. I was so big headed. Uh, I just thought I was better than everyone. Sure. And then, um, and then God showed me that, um, how do I say, like, what it really took. Yeah. You, know, you know, that kind of deal. So Enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly shit, man. But, um, but um, you know, I went downhill, man. You know, I, I made money and then I closed everything down because I thought the million dollar was a jackpot. And then, you know, I just never looked at the bank account. I just never looked yeah. at my account, you know. Yeah. So now I look at my account daily. But back then, I just didn't look at my account. I thought it was unlimited money because I right. made the million dollars. And then fast forward, after a year, I, I wasted it. I threw it all away. Yeah. You know, I'm living in this crazy apartments in downtown Los Angeles, which was triple the uh, mortgages for some people. Right. And, and I just threw it all away. Then I looked in the account, and it was like almost at zero. So I had to rebuild myself within six months. So, but the, the great thing that I found, man, is that there's a, there's a system and it goes around mentorship. So the first thing that I did when I saw that I was nearing zero was that I went and I found myself a mentor right. like in California. So I left the East Coast. My mentor was showing me the business of the cell phone. I knew the formula. So I went and I found myself a mentor and I said, show me the game. So I went out and I sold copiers. That's why that's the first thing I did. I did it for like, 30 days, okay. but I went out and I sold copiers and I just, you know, I got him sales. I was literally in the first month, I broke work records in the first right. month, never seen before in that organization, but I went and I dissected as much data as possible. This was four and a half years ago. And still to this day, it's not like I just went and did sales for a month and left. Like I still have a great relationship. The CEO called me two days ago and we're still talking about, Hey, what's next to come in the new economy. So the first thing I did was I got a mentor, showed me the game, 30 days in, I went out and I bounced back financially, right? So I got, you know, I got back in the five-figure range. Yeah. And then I took that money, went and started a new enterprise. I, I love that you say that because the formula is so important for all our viewers who are watching. The formula is you knew what it was to go from zero to success as far as in cell phone sales or whatever. Changing it to copiers and doing whatever, that really you have the formula you knew you were a success over here if you took that skill set and moved over to the other side and did something else you knew it was going to work yeah i think i think if you come in with confidence 
Um, and, and you were just bold. I, you know, you were just bold. And look, success is inevitable if you know the formula. If you know the formula, I mean, Dennis, you, I put you in Africa, man. You know, you, you know, give me two, give you, give you, give you a year and a half, man. It's not gonna be this. You're not gonna be the same position, right? I get. Yeah. I put you put me. You put me in Canada with zero dollars. I'm gonna come around next, and you know, you're gonna see me on uh, Forbes, right? So, you there's a formula. I I couldn't agree more. I love that you said that. My mentor used to say. Give me my briefcase, drop me off wherever the hell you want to in the United States. We'll do this. And, and they actually took me, like, I'm from Ohio, Northwest Ohio. They took me to Mississippi. They're like, hey, we got an office with 45 people down here. They've never sold XYZ products. Here you go. And we went out and we sold the first one. And they were like, oh, my gosh. But it's so, you're right. Though You take the formula and you run with it. And it's amazing what happens. So tell, yeah, tell me. So, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going green. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, tell me about, so I'm all about self-help and constant improvement. Tell me about programs and, and constant improvement for you, because I'm sure there's a lot, for people who don't have a mentor or don't have those five people that they hang out with that are great, talk to me about programs and constant improvement, because now with being an internet age, we have all those at our fingertips. So talk to me a little bit about that. So programs like, like I'm always investing in myself. So four and a half, five years ago, I get an opportunity, dude, you know, I'm on, I made a decision to become a speaker because I realized that that was the gift that I had, which was performance. So I, I became a, I became a speaker and right after I decided to become a speaker, like literally within a, a moment's notice. And this is why I share, you got to make a decision. You can't dill, willow and dibble and dabble right so literally i'm laying on my bed i had this idea of me speaking and i'm and i'm 21 at the time like that's the thing about having success at a young age like all these numbers that i'm sharing the age right. is is like all young numbers you know compared to the my counterparts so i'm 21 i say i want to become a speaker like i want to give and, and but i remember having this doubt which was hey dude you're 21 people are gonna you know judge you and say stuff about you the fact that you're young so but i didn't care you know, because of the confidence that I have. So I, I decided to become a speaker. I go on Facebook, how to become a motivational speaker. Facebook ads start, you know, populating on my Facebook about, you know, this is how to become a speaker. It's crazy. Then I get a call. I, I, I type in my information on a Les Brown website, the motivational speaker. And I get a call from someone and he's like, hey, would you like to join Les Brown's program? It's nine online courses. And then you get calls once a week. It's five grand. I, I told the guy, like $5,000 is a lot of money for just videos. Like I go on YouTube and watch videos. But what I learned is that the relationship is key. So there's going to be a group or community that all paid five grand. I mean, it's a no brainer to be in this community. Forget the so nine I, videos. You, you, you yeah. paid five grand for the community. I never watched the video. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never watched the video. Yeah. So I paid the five grand. Next thing you know, I'm in this community and I rise to the top. I think that the reason I rise to the top in the, any area is because I show up. Yep. And what I mean by show up is number one, I show up physically, but number two, I show up powerfully, which means I am seen and I am heard. Right. So if I'm in a room of, uh, I was like 150 people, I'm like, what's up, Les? You know, like I, I'm seen and I am heard and my presence dominates through, and I made a decision. So then I, I'm in this group, but I'm not really a speaker. I just went through a course. However, I decided that I was a speaker. So one day I'm just saying, I'm moving forward, I'm a motivational speaker. I go to a bar, my friend invites me to a bar in downtown LA. 
I mean, in Hollywood, I go to the bar, I get to the bar and a woman turns to me and she's like, Hey, so what do you do? This morning, I decided to be a motivational speaker. So I looked at her right in the eye. And I said, I'm a motivational speaker. And she says, Oh my gosh, that's great because I'm a teacher and I have students. I need them to be motivated. Can I get your number? She wanted my number. Can I get your number? And uh, I'll call you to, to, to speak. My first speaking engagement were to some kids. And I saw that formula that took place. I did that in the adult world, in the business world. Everything changed. Wow. That's awesome. That's, 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 that's terrific. That's, um, I, you know, I, we got we to gotta call it quits to, for today, but I, I definitely want to have you back on the show, Andy. Anything, how can people get a hold of you? Hey, I think the best opportunity right now is, is taking advantage of this system, the brand marketing system. Look, I held, a, I held a tour in 20, well, I was supposed to hold a tour in 2020, right before the COVID. So 2019, I'm working with different uh, speakers, uh, many of them who are in the starting up phase of their speaking business. And I, and I gave them opportunity to speak on the progression tour. And part of them speaking on the progression tour, many of them were um, just starting out in their speaking business. So I, I, because when speakers get on my stage, I generate, I make half of what the sales that they make. Okay. So if they make 10 grand on my stage, I take five, they take five. Sure. So I wanted to make sure that they had the proper systems before they got on my stage. So I was doing a national tour in 2020. We're going to Atlanta, New York, uh, San Diego, Vegas, like Texas, all over the country. And all the speakers, I gave them an opportunity to come to LA and do a two-day intensive training where I'm teaching them the same systems that I used, including the support of virtual assistants. Now, I taught them the brand marketing system, what I personally used to grow my brand and my business in the last 700 days, which in the last 700 days, I've been able to accumulate about 600,000 leads or contacts all from online and turn those leads and contacts into paying clients who are on a subscription program or on a high ticket program or working with me uh, as a partner. And what I've learned is that the people who went through the system in February, in that two-day event, post-COVID-19, when I got on a call with them, you know, let them know like, hey, the tour is on a halt because of COVID-19. Sure. Well, how is business using the system? And what they shared with me is, Andy, I went from 2000 a month in my speaking business to now generating $12,500 to $20,000 a month in my speaking business, not even including my other businesses. And I try to find out like, okay, my business grew. What helped your business grow? And it was the common denominator that I shared at this two-day event, the Brand Marketing Summit. So after the, after the uh, you know, learning this from these speakers that were speaking on my national stage, their business was literally booming in front of them. Uh, many of them leaving their businesses. Like they, you, you're talking about lawyers that are like, I'm not going to do law anymore. I'm making more money as a coach and a speaker. Leaving their businesses, what I decided to do was host this training over the course of two days. Uh, called the Brand Marketing Summit, the Virtual Brand Marketing Summit. So next month, I'm going to be hosting this training, and I invite your audience to come in. And the way to get be a part of this training is to go to joinbms.com. So if you're listening, if you're watching, go to join, J-O-I-N, bms.com to learn the brand marketing system that revolution, revolutionized my life. Because what I learned, Dennis, is that if you get 100 people to know you, a percentage is going to do business with you. So out of 100, let's say 10% purchases my product. So that's 10 people. 
If I, if I grow that number from 100 to 1,000, 100 people will buy. If I grow that 1,000 to 10,000, 1,000 people will buy. If I grow that uh, 100,000 people that know me through my marketing, then uh, 10,000 people will purchase my product. So if I scale the amount of people that know me, I'll get more people to buy my product. And the way that we scale the business is utilizing the support of virtual assistants who can run my, my business completely autonomously without me needing to be there. And I teach every single person that at the Brand Marketing Summit. So if you're interested, go to joinbms.com. Yeah, that, thank you very much, Andy. That's awesome because I, I think so many people could use that. Definitely check it out. Um, anything else you want to add before we go? The opportunity is in the show, brother. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Dennis. Oh, thank you, Andy, and we appreciate it. Thank you for joining Shot Callers. Take care. Right on.